financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and our host, Tony Shore. We're really excited to have you folks join us today because in this show, we're going to be discussing in detail the different types of annuities. Now, being informed when deciding if an annuity is right for you can potentially help you maximize your gains and most importantly, not outlive your retirement income. And as always, it's good to consult a financial professional when making these decisions to provide you with any assistance and answer any questions you may have. Well, you know what, Eric, I agree. This is going to be a great topic, uh, talking about the different types of annuities. And Eric, I know you deal with uh, retirement planning and finances, and you've seen it all, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly when it comes to finances and what people are sold by uh, different folks and what people are pushing. And so-called financial professionals out there, sometimes they're just, you know, sometimes they're just trying to sell uh that, you know, they're trying to sell you a product and um, not worried about the overall big picture. And I know you look at the big picture. So uh, I think it's going to be very helpful to our listeners today to get an overview on this topic because there there are good things and bad things and there are good annuities and bad annuities, right? Yeah, it's a tool. I look at it uh, from my side of the things. I look at it as it's just a tool to accomplish a particular goal uh, that a client may have. So the problem is, is there are so many variations of annuities out there. So, um, and there's very, there's a lot of different ways that people are uh, approached about purchasing annuities. Uh, they've got a lot of marketing uh, outlets. You have broker dealers, so you have your Merrill Lynch's and your Wells Fargo's and uh, brokers that work at institutions like that, Edward Jones, you name it. Uh, and then you have banks as well. Uh, since banking deregulation in 1999, banks can now offer investment and insurance products. So, and I'm not immune from being approached as well. Uh, every time I go to the bank, you know, a teller look at my account and say, well, you know, you have a lot of money in this account or that. Maybe you should see one of our investment professionals without really realizing what I do for a living. <laughs> but, uh, you know, That's so you funny. have these people here and then, you know, uh, to sell a different type of annuity, not a variable annuity, which is an investment product, but a fixed annuity, you just need to have an insurance license. So, you know, State Farm has annuities and Farmers Insurance has annuities and, and local insurance agents have them as well. The challenge is, is they're very complicated investments. 
and so we want to go into a little bit more detail today so people can be better informed and if they make a better decision with regards to uh, perhaps purchasing annuity that the outcome will be better if they're if they're armed with some more information about how they work and and what types of annuities are available to uh, to them out there well, that's, uh, I have to go back to what you say. I think that's great, and, and it is going to be a good show. But before we get into it, uh, I think that's funny that um, <laughs> I can just picture you, Eric Cheek, one of the area's foremost uh, financial planning experts, uh, being asked, you know, maybe you should see one of our financial planners and advisors. Yeah, it just happened. Uh, the reason I mentioned it is it just happened. Uh, I just sold a home, and I had some proceeds that the title company sent me that it's already earmarked for the new home I purchased. So literally I just went to the bank with a very large check and deposited my checking account. And that prompted the teller to remark that maybe I should see a professional that you couldn't, you shouldn't put that much money in your checking account. Now they're doing what they're trained to do, which yep, is prospect and yeah. all that, you know, but it was just quaint, you know, and I said, well, no, that's okay. I'll pass on that. But she had no idea that I'm going to be writing a check in, in a few days uh, on the new house. And so the money's gone. But uh, anyway, sure. nonetheless, they're already, they're always trying to uh, offer you some kind of service and all this. And unfortunately, this is how people uh, come across investments like variable annuities and, and fixed annuities mm. as well as just something as innocent as standing in the line at the bank and, and having someone uh, strike up a conversation. So just want to go through how these different accounts work in a general overview. So if people are approached uh, about the purchase of one, they know a little bit more about the the inner workings of them and how they may benefit them. Well, yeah. And you, the thing you do and the thing our listeners, we want to encourage our listeners to do is to create a retirement income plan, right? And, and retirement investment options are a part of that, correct? Yeah. It, you know, it used to be a lot simpler, Tony, when you know, we had periods like, let's just use the, almost the entire decade of the nineties. And, you know, when a retiree would uh, hit the age when they're going to start drawing money out of their accounts, the stockbroker would typically just adjust the mix of assets that they have, their asset allocation, and they would just shift them more from stocks into fixed investments uh, like bonds, lower their risk and use the interest in some cases that the bonds generate to pay them an income and use the stocks for long-term growth. And it, and it used to be fairly simple to do it. And it was very common, but we didn't have uh, what we've had in the last 15 years, which is two major recessions where the economy was and the stock market was negative uh, four years out of the sure. last 15 with 2011 being virtually flat. So, you know, the, the need to plan for income has become more complicated because of the swings in market volatility and, and, and things of that nature and our economy expanding and contracting. So people started looking for better ways to approach this puzzle of generating income in retirement. And so the insurance companies responded with products like annuities, which have been around for hundreds of years. And there's some very good ones out there that address this specific need for a retiree to generate 
uh, consistent income in retirement. Sure. Well, that makes sense. And I mean, obviously, uh, when we uh, get into retirement and or as we approach it, uh, we're going to stop receiving a paycheck from work and we're going to need to take uh, our savings and, and whatever we have in 401ks and 403bs and other types of savings, IRAs. And we have to somehow take that and turn it into a monthly income stream. And so what you're saying, if, if I have this right, is that it used to be people had all their money, a lot of it, a lot of folks had money just it went into the stock market or investments and they would just pull a certain percentage out uh, each year or each month to pay the bills and live off of in retirement. Uh, but the market is too volatile to re- rely on. Plus, that's a risk. If you have another 2008, uh, you're going to be out of money. You can't regularly pull money out of an account that just lost 50%, can you? Yeah. And and the other challenge is too, is, is look at how low interest rates are. So, for using typical fixed investments to generate interest that you can pull off of in retirement has become more challenging as well. So more and more uh, marketing outlets are looking to sell annuities to pre-retirees and active retirees. And the only challenge is, is their mentality is a one size fits all. Uh, here's Here's the insurance company that XYZ bank deals with, and this is the insurance company that you're going to get an annuity from, whether it's the best fit for you or not. So um, that's what folks are dealing with. And they're very, very complicated products. Uh, they basically take two forms and then they have all, all kinds of subsets of these forms. But basically, uh, there is two types of annuities. No matter what words they put in front or behind the word annuity, there's basically two forms. The most common form is called a variable annuity. And the reason it's called a variable annuity is the principal and gains vary based on the underlying performance of the investments that are in the subaccounts. So uh, typically the subaccounts are mutual funds that you select and those mutual funds do good. Uh, the account goes up. If they lose value, the account goes down. So that's the term variable annuity. Those are sold uh, primarily at banks and broker-dealers, investment firms. And then you have fixed annuities. And the term fixed with regards to annuities means that the principal invested and the interest that is gained in the contract are not subject to stock market variances and and they guarantee uh, the account balances. So those are sold through insurance agents. The challenge is uh, there's a lot of stockbrokers that do not have insurance licenses, and there are a lot of insurance professionals that are not securities licensed. And so they're going to give you their version of what they think is best for you, whether it's a good fit or not. Uh, Our firm, in contrast, is licensed uh, with the SEC, and we also have insurance licenses as well. So we can pull from both sides of uh, of the aisle, so to speak, to sure. find the right fit for a client, whatever it may be. And Well, sure. Plus, you're going to look at the overall big picture. Our clients out there need to realize that they need to find a financial professional that's going to help them with all areas of their income retirement plan, which really, Eric, it includes, it includes more than just uh, even just uh, securities or stocks. And um, and then a few safe money accounts. It includes 
um, minimizing that tax burden, uh, knowing how to manage an IRA. It includes all types of insurance. It includes uh, health care. It includes uh, knowing how to file and maximize your Social Security benefits from the Social Security Administration. And you absolutely help, you help your clients with all these things, right? Whatever's necessary. Yeah, we we don't have to send someone down the road to another advisor or another firm because we don't have uh, the answer for the issue that they have in front of them. So yeah, we're completely capable, sure, we're fully capable of uh, of looking at everything in the big picture and, and also understanding how they all relate to one another, making sure, sure that your health insurance works uh, correctly and, and so on and so forth. But, sure. um, and then well, when people get hit with, uh, with the best way to fund their retirement, there's so many ways to draw down investments in retirement. But one of the things that I always tell clients is we want to make sure that when we're setting up streams of income, that the income that we receive doesn't vary based on market conditions uh, or other economic conditions that may affect performance of other investments like stocks or bond portfolios. So having a good source of reliable income, just like Social Security, the, the reason that people feel so confident when they're receiving Social Security is they know they can count on it month after month. So setting up some type of an annuity that will guarantee a monthly income in retirement is a very useful tool and it gives lots of people that own these products peace of mind which is really what you want to have in retirement exactly exactly well you know what we need to take a quick break right here eric but then we should come back and in the second half of the show we're going to delve a little deeper into annuities and how they can be utilized and and what we're really talking about is asset allocation and risk management and touch on that a little bit more. How's that sound? That sounds great to me. I like it. And before we go though, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? They can get a hold of us, uh, dial 775-674-2222 or we're available on the web as well at www.nvretirementplanners.com. Shoot me an email, ask me a question. I'd be happy to uh, write back to you. Uh, Wire on our website, you can download a lot of retirement tools we have, like our retirement toolkit that really gives some retirees some information that they can start creating the retirement they've worked so hard for. All right. Well, that sounds great, Eric. We're going to be right back with more from Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned after this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement, but where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at Nevada Retirement Planners at 775-674-2222. Don't start planning your retirement without it. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, the man, the myth, the legend, here he is, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Eric, I didn't get a chance at the beginning of the show. We kind of launched right into the topic. We were both so excited about it. But 
Uh, I wanted to say thank you for having me on the program once again. You know this is the highlight of my week. Uh, We get to joke around, uh, give each other a hard time, and hopefully help the listeners a little bit too, right? Absolutely. That's the goal of it, is to uh, educate the general public on these various topics that we discuss about retirement and preparing for retirement. So we just want to have people armed with some tools that they may not have before they tune into the show. Sure. Sure. And you're doing good this week, right? You've been busy? Oh, busy. Can't even, uh, that, that just <laughs> makes light of what we've been doing. Yeah. We've been very busy, but I'd, I'd have it no other way. I love it. So I thought you've been pretty busy. So, uh, yeah, usually I hear from you once or twice during the week, but I know you've been busy because I haven't heard from you. So, uh, I was looking forward to our show today. Um, now we've been talking a little bit about, uh, asset allocation, risk management, and the types of annuities. You've mentioned a little bit about that and why it's necessary to create an income in retirement. Now, uh, you know, I, I used to refer to annuities as the A word because uh, there was a lot of negativity out there about that word. Ooh, annuities. And I think that's because annuities used to be problematic. Uh, for a lot of retirees, uh, they thought, well, I put all this money in and if and when I die, if there's money left, it just it gets lost. The insurance company gets to keep it, and it feels like a waste, and I can't pass it on. And uh, But that's not true of a lot of the annuities today. They've really tweaked them and passed some laws that allow them to be useful tools. And I've, I understand, I, I read all about the fixed index annuity, Eric, and I want to ask you about this. Is it as good as people say, because I've read good things Uh, in different articles about this, and I know it's really popular with a lot of the baby boomers who are retiring now. Uh, Why do people, how does a fixed index annuity work? Well, getting back to, uh, there's a lot of uh, articles being written and people are opining often about them. And here, I'm going to jump right into the the mix. Uh, (laughs) It's just like any other tool that we use uh, in our toolkit. If it's right for the client, then it's going to work out to their expectations. They're going to be very happy. The challenge is, is with variable annuities and fixed annuities, it's a commissionable sale. And so you have to understand that the person sitting across the desk from you will be compensated if you put your hard-earned money into it. Um, And that's... uh, that kind of sometimes drives the behavior of why this is such a good product for you. But if you just look at the landscape that we have right now, we have high stock market volatility and we can see it every day. Uh, Last week, the market closed up one and a half percent on Friday. And then Monday, the market opened up and it was 50%. It was 50 points down. So we have these large swings in the stock market. Coupled with that, we have very, very low interest rates. I mean, the banks don't really need to compensate us for deposits because they get money directly from the Federal Reserve at very low, if if no interest uh, in some cases. So the banks don't have to pay interest. Uh, The 10-year treasury, a very common uh, tool that we used to use for retirees for safe money, uh, it pays around 2%. Some days, uh, depending on what interest rates are doing, it's a little below 2%. Some days it's a little above, but let's just say it's an average of 2% rate. And that's a 10-year uh, treasury paying 2% sure. a year. So 
wow. it doesn't spin off a lot of interest. So what are people going to do? And, and one of the reasons that the fixed annuity is attractive to a lot of retirees is the interest rates that the insurance companies guarantee to pay are much higher than the banks. And the insurance companies do not have the ability to get the free use of capital that banks do. So they actually have to pay interest on money that is deposited with them. The trade-off that people get, and there's always, I tell clients that with any investment, there's always a trade-off or a compromise, if you will. And kind of the negative aspect or the trade-off or compromise with annuities is a lack of liquidity. Now, I'm not saying that there is a complete total uh, illiquid investment, but for the insurance companies to do what they promise to do, which is to pay you income for life and and to guarantee excellent interest rates, the only way they can afford to do this is to limit your access to your own money. So that's a knock on them. Uh, but I tell clients that this might be a good fit for them is, is essentially what you're doing is you're leveraging your liquidity to get a better rate of return. Sure. And if it works for you, it does. If it doesn't, if you need to keep all of your assets more liquid, then we have to use other investments like bonds and, and laddering bonds. And the trade-off there is they're going to have liquidity, but they're also going to have market volatility and market pricing of their bonds. And they're going to have very low interest rates. So, sure. uh, there's, there's good and there is compromise with every type of investment. I don't care what it is. Sure. The trick is to make sure that you can live with the compromises. Right. And I think a pro and con from, from, you know, from what you've told me in the past, and we've mentioned it on the show, but a fixed index annuity, um, a con would be you cannot touch it before the age of 59 and a half if you do those huge penalties that make it, you know, that's cost prohibitive. You, you wouldn't want to do it. Um, but because it's a retirement account anyway, I don't see that as a huge problem because that's the same with any tax deferred account or, or, or tax account like an IRA or any type of retirement account. Really, you're usually hit with a pretty big penalty if you withdraw before the age of 59 and a half or yeah. 60. So the IRS looks, they, they just say, look, we're going to give you this incredible tax break on this investment account because, um, you're going to be able to defer taxes in this IRA until you withdraw money. But on the other hand, they say, but look, if you decide to withdraw money out of this early, not only are you going to pay income tax on the withdrawal, but you were going to hit you with an additional up to 10% penalty on the early withdrawal. If you're under the age of 59 and a half, now, there's some exemptions to that, but, sure. uh, that's pretty much the rule of thumb. So, uh, Fixed annuities and variable annuities work the same way. You're deferring taxes on the growth in the account. So you need to make sure that if you're of younger age, it may not be uh, as appropriate to own uh, a type of annuity unless sure. uh, you really understand all the ramifications for putting money in there. Sure. And I, I, I want to stress before, before the show is over today, I wanted to ask you, Eric, and uh, about this because um, fixed index annuity, the main reason that it's so popular is I, I wanted to kind of ask you, it, you view it as a, a green money or a safe money investment rather than a risk investment, yet it is tied to an index like the S&P 500 or the Dow. 
So because it's tied to the Dow, wouldn't that be a higher risk? Why is a fixed index annuity better? Well, it's kind of like a hybrid. Uh, when I first started in this business back in the 80s, a fixed annuity was just uh, a contract where you give your money to the insurance company and then they had what's called the declared rate strategy where they would just say, this is what the interest we're going to pay you for this year, Mr. Cheek. We're going to pay you 4% interest or, or whatever the interest rate at that time would be. And they're very safe and very boring and they work. Uh, but the problem was, is just think about it, during the, the whole decade of the 90s, the stock market is, is moving up year over year with a couple little blips in between, but about a 10-year period where the market just moved higher year over year and people are getting double-digit returns almost every year on their equity investments, why would someone look to give New York Life uh, money when New York Life guarantees to pay them 4% a year, but there's no risk, you know? So, you know, so the, so the challenge was when the market was flying and the, the, the fixed index or the fixed annuities couldn't keep up because the rates they were paying were so low. Sure. Now, when the market goes down, uh, they don't lose any money. So that's a, a very positive aspect. So back in the late 90s, the insurance company came up with a hybrid annuity that uh, it's still fixed, but the interest is not declared by the insurance company. The interest is tied to a external stock market index like the S&P 500 or the Dow. And so the annuity just tracks the movement of those indexes every year. And if they go up, from year to year, then you get rewarded with some potentially higher interest rates than a fixed account would pay. Sure. So they're kind of like the best of both worlds. When the market's really doing good, uh, you get some very good interest, uh, potential interest uh, accumulation. When the market falls, like in 2008, all the clients that have fixed index annuities, they had zero in growth that year because those indexes they tracked went negative, but they didn't lose a dime. So there's no risk, there's no market risk per se with a fixed index annuity. No, no market risk, uh, no risk to your principal. And it's a contract, it's from an insurance company. Now you have to make sure that the companies that you deal with uh, have good financials. And you have to understand that any type of annuity, whether it's a variable annuity or a fixed index annuity, is not FDI insured. And so the money that they agree to pay you is based on the claims paying ability of the insurance company. So you need to be aware that you need to deal with very reputable, large, uh, financially secure insurance companies and not just your local neighborhood one. If there, if, if one so exists, I don't know sure. of any, but, um, anyway, so that's, that's something to be aware of as well. It's not like a bank product that's guaranteed by the FDIC or has any government insurance, but uh, the insurance companies that operate out here in Nevada, uh, by and large, are very, very large insurance companies with excellent financials. And certainly, we want to look at those financials before we dedicate any clients' funds into one of those uh, companies as well. Sure. Sure. That makes perfect sense. Well, you know what, Eric? We're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go today? Well, I would just like to add that if somebody is offered uh, an annuity as part of their investment mix, to just do your due diligence, uh, make sure that it is the right type of annuity, whether it's variable or fixed or fixed index. Just make sure that it's 
going to accomplish the goal for its intended purpose. And if you want to bounce any ideas off me, I'm, uh, I'd be more than happy to give you a second opinion on uh, any annuities. If you're considering purchasing one, I'll give you a neutral opinion on it. Uh, if you have an existing one that you'd like me just to double check to uh, uh, tell you the, the good parts of it and the compromises in that annuity, just give me a call or uh, shoot me an email. All right. Well, thank you so much, Eric. And what is that contact information? How can our listeners get a hold of you? Give me a call Monday through Friday, regular bankers hours, nine to five at uh, 775-674-2222. Or they can look us up on our website, which is nvretirementplanners.com. Look forward to hearing from our listeners out there. I love getting emails and phone calls from listeners. I'm I'm happy to help anytime. All right. Well, thank you so much, Eric. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, with more from Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 